everyone. I am Erin Deal, and on paper, I'm a founder and CEO of the professional development company Improve It. It's pretty awesome. Check it out. I'm an improv comedy expert. I'm a top 1% podcast host. I'm an author and keynote speaker. Blah, blah, blah. No, not blah, blah, blah. Listen, I love all those things. Um, but here's who I really am. On Soul, I'm a mom. I'm a recovering perfectionist turned fluencer. And I'm your new director, friend, because today and every single day of your life is an improv scene, and we're going to make some yes and happen in it, okay? So if you are new to this show, I want to welcome you. I'm so, so, so excited to have you be a part of what we call the Improve It Peeps. If you are already an Improve It Peep, welcome to version 4.0 of this podcast. I'm so excited to have you back. And just in case you didn't hear, because I've been tooting it up the storm, and not, and I'm not talking about gas. I'm talking about tooting a horn here. My new book, I See You, A Leader's Guide to Energizing Your Team Through Radical Empathy is available for pre-order. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or just any online retailer of your choice. But the best news is because you're my peep, you get a free gift, a digital workshop called Radical Empathy that is built as a partner to this book. It is led by yours truly, and it is free. Just go to itserendeal.com, enter in your receipt number to claim your gift, and just know all of this is in the show notes, but this high-value item, y'all, this this Radical Empathy workshop, I'm going to tell you, is so fun. And so tangible. And it's only going to be free when you pre-order the book. So go to itserendeal.com today to claim yours. Let's learn about today's guest, Laura Herday. Now, just a quick heads up. There is some adult language in this episode. So if you have little ears present, pause right now. Get your earbuds. Pop them in. Grab a LaCroix, an iced coffee. If you're whatever time of day, listen, I'm not going to hate on if you want a glass of wine, grab it and let's go. So Laura Herday is a seasoned entrepreneur, a content creator. She is host of the Unfuck Your Life podcast and a certified master coach who supports highly ambitious females in accelerating their mindset, mental and emotional healing, relationships, careers, and overall life quality. Now, since 2018, she has coached over 700 clients in the fields of inner healing, mental wellness, self-mastery, feminine leadership, which we're going to get into today, embodied manifestation, confidence building, and professional success. Laura has worked with clients ranging from newbie and million-dollar business owners to high achievers in corporate jobs. She She specializes in helping women through healing and mindset work, as well as actionable strategies and steps that allow her clients to release old patterns and paradigms so that they can thrive in their careers, personal lives, and relationships. Okay. Okay, now 
She is also certified and inspiring newbie coaches inside of her Holistic Coaching Certification Academy, the Embodied Coach Academy that she founded in 2021, focusing on combining self-energy, mindset, and embodiment work with NLP and business building. Oh my gosh. I'm going to stop talking because this show, listen. I always say this, some shows I make for y'all, some I made for me, and this one was for me. No, I'm just kidding. This is for both of us. This episode about feminine and masculine leadership blew my mind because truly, this was an episode where I learned a lot, and I feel like you are going to too. So let's get to improving it with Laura Herday. Laura, oh my God, welcome to the Improve It Podcast. This is a journey. I'm so excited you are here. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super stoked for today's interview. I'm so, so excited. (laughs) Me too. And guess what, everyone? Laura is in Bali and it is, what, 6.40 a.m. in Bali and it is 6.40 p.m. where I am in South Carolina in Eastern Time, we're across, we're, we're in different days right now. So happy Thursday, <laughs> you. Happy, <laughs> happy Wednesday to myself. So, okay, we found you. I have the best team in the whole world. So they dig, dig, dig for interesting people. And guess who we found? Laura. So I want <laughs> to know, um, just if you could set an intention for this show, what's one word? that you want to give our audience and also give yourself today? Yeah, I feel like there's two that just immediately came to mind when you asked. And those were raw. Like I love honest, raw conversations and deep. I love to go deep. It's just, I don't yes. like service level. I like the rawness, the the honesty. So I want to give people that today. <laughs> I love it. You know what? I'm so over the like small chat in life. I love that so much. It's I would rather you talk to me about the pages of your diary than tell me about what you have for breakfast because literally or the weather, you know, it's I'm over it. It's fine. <laughs> the weather is we're here, the we're worst. doing it. <laughs> we're going deep. Okay. So you are an entrepreneur. You are a leader in your own right. You're doing the most and you have such a presence. That's how we found you. You have such a social and Thank wonderful you. online presence. Yeah. So this month, we're talking all about selfless leadership, what it means, because in my, I have an opinion of what selfless leadership means, but I want to hear from you. What does selfless leadership mean to you? Yeah, for me. So I want to start with leadership in the first place, because I feel like for a lot of people, it's like, okay, what is leadership in the first place before we get into the selfless leadership? So I want to say leadership for me is the ability to really show up for yourself from your heart with truth. And um, so when and this actually goes for more than like just business, So whether you're working in corporate or whether you're having your own business. Leadership is so relevant for every single person, especially for us women. What I always like to talk about is feminine leadership. And I think it's very similar to selfless leadership, I want to say. Um, and it really, for me, is leading from your heart, your intuition, from a pure place, from an authentic place, rather than buying into the shoulds and the have-tos and like wanting to be a certain way. 
for me, the feminine and like being selfless too, it's like, it's, it's being so raw and true and real. And I feel like obviously on social media, that can be so tough because everyone is just showing less than 1% of their daily lives and people are making assumptions. And for me, being a leader means showing people as much as possible, of course, the full picture and the full spectrum. And it means leading yourself in all areas of life. It means showing up in a certain way in your relationships for yourself, the relationship you have with yourself, um, your daily life, your, you know, your habits, how, how you're showing up, how you're co-creating life. And then also, obviously, that translates into business, whether you, again, work a corporate job or you have your own passion-based business, it is so important to be able to show up from this soft place, from this true place, um, because it's so, so easy to lead yourself in a way where like you let other people's expectations or projections like impact how you're showing up. And it's so important to not do that. And to rather lead from this place of, I want to be of service. I'm leading from a place of wholeness and I'm showing up fully. And so that's always my kind of mantra that's guiding me through my days as I'm leading my friendships and myself and my relationship and my business and my team and my clients. Um, for me, the most important is to show up from this place of overflow and inner wholeness and truth. And um, yeah, so for me, selfless leadership is really that. It's like, it's so yeah. intertwined with feminine leadership. I know. And that is honestly what I was drawn to the most. We've never talked about feminine leadership on this show Ooh, I want to talk okay. about it. I love yes. that. And I, I want to bring that up. And also, I, I want to just like touch on what you said because I love you said co-creating. Like I'm such a huge, comp I am such, I'm pretty woo-woo, okay? And I am so into the co-creation. <laughs> that's why I was like, Laura, this is what's up. This is happening. We're here. We're doing it. Um, yeah, I truly believe that when you're co-creating, you are in your feminine energy, you're creating from this selfless place and you're of service. And that's just what you said in, in a nutshell. How? Okay. So you have a team. How many people do you lead right now? Right now we're five. I used to be at seven at some point. And honestly, I think people always think like the bigger, the better. And honestly, what I've learned those past seven years of being in this industry and having a business is that sometimes less is more. So I actually scaled back down because we just essentially simplified a lot of processes. We automated a lot. We cleaned up the back end. Um, we streamlined the positions that we have too. And um, yeah, it just honestly, it's so much better. <laughs> yeah. No, um, so that. yeah, right now we're... Um, we're five people, two are working um, almost, I want to say full time, but then there's three that are like not full time. So um, yeah, that's working really, really well for me. That's great. Okay. So I wanted to ask that because I want to know what guided you to, and I say guiding because I'm sure there was some guiding, what guided you to this theme of feminine le leadership in your life? How did you lean into it? Was there some type of discovery or self-discovery that you had to go through to get here? Tell me about that. Wow. I love that you're asking that because honestly, yes, <laughs> I feel like the universe, God, life, whatever you're believing in um, has been guiding me to this. And I feel like it's been a long time coming um, for anyone who 
actually listens to me from my audience who already knows me. Uh, I used to primarily coach on confidence, mindset, and manifestation for the first couple of years of my business. And it was only like about around about two years ago, maybe one and a half to two years ago that I started um, like almost like shifting my niche. Not really because I believe it's just an expansion. Like I've just expanded into something more. It's not that I'm not no longer considering what I used to coach on, which is again, mindset, confidence, manifestation um, and magnetism. It's, it's more so just that last year was a really interesting year for me. And I feel like it started at the end of 2021 where I realized from, so I was really burned out at the end of 2021. I was struggling a lot. I just built another company. Um, and so I was technically running two businesses. Um, my team was at seven people at that time. And I was like, Phew, I, I love what I do. Not even a question, but like, it, it, it just feels like a lot right now. And like, how can I bring more softness and ease back into my career? Because I could really notice how my body was responding to it. And it was it wasn't an alignment. And my one of my core values is alignment. And so I naturally had to take a step back and question how I was operating in my business, because clearly there was something that I was doing that was not working that well for me. And so um, I had started like looking into feminine energy and like healing my feminine, healing my relationship with the masculine as well over the course of 2020 and 2021. And so I was familiar with feminine energy, but I felt like I wasn't quite embodying it, at least not in all aspects of life. One of them being my relationship and one of them being my business. And I was like, I really want that though, because that could make a huge difference. And yeah. so then going into 2022, I was like, I need a different approach. I need a different approach. There were a lot of challenges that were happening in the first quarter of 2022 that really made me realize, okay, now's the time. This is a wake up call. We got to change things up here. And so then I really stepped into that and I really started um, shedding layers within myself, but also just stripping things away externally. Um, during that time, I let go of friendships, of people that were no longer in alignment. Um, again, also to team members, not because they weren't great people, but because it was just like, it was too much to manage. Um, because as a CEO, you're not just a coach, you're not just a leader, you're also a manager to a certain degree, if you don't hire someone to manage for you, which I didn't at that time. So um, yeah, I let go of a lot of things, a lot of paradigms too around success and what success looked like for me, what it meant, how it was supposed to feel to be successful. And um, really started softening into my feminine during that time and stopping to be in this go, go, go mode and the hustle mode, um, which also beautifully translated into my relationship and how I was showing up in my relationship and how I was no longer being so uh, wanting to like wear the pants, essentially. Yeah. Um, I know this podcast episode is not on love, but I feel like love and business are, it's just like so intertwined and it's such a mirror and it just translates into all of it, right? Like leadership translates into all of it. And so um, I was starting to release more control in my business. I stopped micromanaging my team. I stopped wanting to control my partner. I just really softened because I was starting to trust more, to surrender more, to flow more, to let my intuition lead, uh, which didn't mean I was stitching all my structure and I was like a mess, but I was just taking things 
I was just having a different approach to my business. And that's really how I stepped into it. And I saw how different I felt suddenly and how more easeful I felt and how more enjoyable, uh, enjoyable my business became for me. And um, that's how I really started getting into it. And then I've just been, um, yeah, really diving deep into feminine leadership and practicing it, embodying it, and really starting to implement it. Okay. Can I ask you about it? Because I have questions about it. I feel like, I'm sorry to cut you off. I did not mean to cut you off because I have oh a God. serious <laughs> question that I, I feel like I, so I want to, I want to step back to and think about feminine leadership just as the definition. When, if somebody listening today saw the podcast title and they're like, okay, feminine leadership and want to explore more, like how, how would you define feminine leadership? like the the feminine leadership for dummies version. You know what I mean? Like, how would you describe that? Totally. No, you're totally right. Like we need to start at the, at the base level. And for me, like very, very, very simplified for me, feminine leadership. And again, this may be just personal. This may be just me. But for me, it is leading from a place of wholeness, leading from my heart rather than the pressure, the shoulds, the old paradigms. Um, I, I think a lot of corporate people will be able to relate to this. It's like you have a boss and they're telling you how to do things. And it's like, it's all like, you don't really have autonomy to a certain degree. And oftentimes you feel like you're not in alignment because you're doing things in a way you wouldn't be doing them if you had the choice. And so, I mean, obviously as entrepreneurs, we're so lucky in that sense because we can choose how we're showing up and how we're leading. And so for me from a long, like my business was always hard led, but how I was showing up, it was from this place of, I have to, I have mm. to rather than I want to, and I get to, and I, I feel excited to, and it was just, it, it's, it's this, this almost subtle shift because like you're doing things regardless, but like how you feel about it, it's like the intuition, uh, the, the intention, sorry, the, the intention behind what you're doing and how you're doing yeah, it, that yeah. makes the huge difference. Right. And so for so me, it's been shifting my intention from, yeah. I need to do this to, I just want to fucking serve. I want to show yeah, up fully. Yeah. I want to pour into myself before I'm showing up for anyone, before I'm checking my messages, before I'm managing my team, before I'm showing up for my clients. I want to show up from a place of overflow and wholeness rather than the depletion, the exhaustion, the resentment, the overwhelm, like whatever it is that's present for you. I just don't, didn't want that anymore. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, it's like, have to, have to, go, go, go. And I was just no longer having that. And so for me, it was embracing softness as a leader, as an ambitious business owner. Laura, see, this is why I love my team, because they just bring <laughs> the best people into the world, into our orbit, like right when we need it. Okay. So Laura, yes. Okay. The answer is Yes to this because, um, okay, I don't even have it. I just literally, I'm launching a book in February and I do, let me just tell you something. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. When I said, give me the feminine, give me like the divine feminine dummies version. I was really doing that for myself. I was like, say that for this dummy right here. Okay. (laughs) Because I did not really, I knew what I've heard the term, but I also didn't fully grasp it. And the book that I wrote is all about self-love 
plus selfless leadership. So you got to give to yourself first so you can give to others. And that will create this magnetic culture and, and create people coming back and back to you time again, because they feel taken care of. I didn't define that as feminine leadership. I didn't know that's what it was, but the opposite of feminine leadership is masculine leadership. So masculine is the depletion or tell us a little bit more like what that is so we can see the juxtaposition. But let me just say something. I'm here for this because I feel like I went through that shift myself in the past few years and I, um, a series of circumstances, but I, I don't forgive me if I'm saying this for out of term for, for me, like I think as a new business owner and as a leader, the go-to is always what I would assume the masculine is because you're like, I have to show up. I have to put on my big girl pants and walk in the room and be important now because I got, I'm a business owner. I got people to lead. I got clients to serve. And it's actually the most detracting thing to lead that way. So, okay, back to my question. I just went 800 years around the world. Um, but what would you say masculine leadership is? It's essentially broken down this whole corporate approach that a lot of people are suffering from. I mean, I never really had a corporate job for a long time. Not going to lie. I was like, this is not for me. Get me out of here. <laughs> so I was um, I was almost always like um, like an entrepreneur. Like I, I, I wasn't really working for um, other people for a long time. But the time I did, I was like, holy fuck, this is horrible. Like everything was just so... It was not considering you're human because here's the thing. I feel like as a society, it's like our society is perfectly created for men. Men can operate perfectly in this world. It's like you need to fast. You need to do high intensity workouts. You need to get up early. Like even if you just got six hours of sleep, um, you need to work hard, ideally like 12 hours a day because otherwise you haven't been productive. And it's just this, this actually works for a lot of men, but it just doesn't work for women. And this is why I'm so passionate about feminine leadership is because a lot of women do not realize that the way they've been taught to operate and to show up and to work and to even live their lives, to work out, to nourish themselves, to sleep, to like all the things they're doing on a daily basis, not just like career related. It's like, it's all perfect for men. It's like, um, like low fat diets and like, all those things where you just like, no, as women, we need to eat our fats like, yes. and we need our eight hours of sleep. We don't like it, it, it just, our body doesn't just take it as well as a man's body would. It's just, it is like that. Men have a 24 hour um, rhythm in their body and women have a 28 day rhythm. So that alone means that women are four different people throughout the month, but is that considered in corporate? Do you get to take the day of your period on, like the first day of your bleed? Like, no, you're not. It's like, oh, like push through, take a pill, like push through, right? And um, I'm, I'm just like so against it. I'm just like, this is not good. Um, So yeah, circling back to your question, I feel like the masculine is this pushing through, forcing, overflowing. There's a lot of times there's a lack of alignment. There's a lack of considering your human and your needs, especially as a woman. I'm not saying men don't have needs. Don't get me wrong. 
but we ha- we as women we have different needs and they need to be considered whether we're working corporate or we're like self-employed i didn't look after my needs for the longest time even though i technically could have because i had the freedom because i was self-employed already and it's just because of the paradigm the story that when you're taking a day off you're like lazy and all those things where you're just like, no, it's the first day of your period or the second day, or maybe you're just having an emotional day, take it off or go rest. And that's not being encouraged in corporate. And so the masculine approach I find is very much pushing and forcing and dreading yourself and just doing the things and doing them for as long as you can until until depletion. And that's not sustainable. It works until it doesn't. And for me, I myself um, had burnout um, in 2019 when I was building my business from this place of hustle and lack of alignment and depletion and exhaustion and just pushing through because that's all I've ever known. Like I've always been a hard worker in school at university when I was working this luckily very short, like this nine to five. I was always like working hard, but like, where did it get me? Did it make me happy? Did it make me a more productive human? I would not say so. Um, and so, yeah, this is why I think that oftentimes for, for women specifically, it's just like, it's just creating a lack of excitement, of wholeness, of energy. And so for me, masculine to answer your question, because <laughs> I feel like I've been going off. No, I'm um, here for it. I'm here for it all. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like it's oftentimes it's it's not considered that as women we don't operate in the same way as men. It's amazing to be consistent, which is also a masculine quality. Like consistency, and that is beautiful. But um, there is a lot of masculine qualities that just don't work for women, even our bodies. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. our hormones. Like it's just not made for us, and so. It's very, very important to be honest with yourself and check in, like, how am I showing up? Am I showing up from a place of I have to, I should, I must, or from a place of I want to, I get to, I desire to? Um, I would rather show up from a place of desire and devotion rather than having to and shoulding and like... Yeah. It, it just it just feels so different and it leads to a similar outcome because when we do things our way, it's not that we're less productive. We're actually more productive and we get more done and we live a healthier, happier life when we're honoring our feminine. Ooh. Okay. I got so many things to unpack here. Mm-mm-mm. Where do I start? Let's start number one with force versus flow. I'm going to write that down. Like that is so, that is, that's the perfect definition. And I, you know, that's going to really stick with me. And I know people listening too, because we've all been in positions where we felt like we're forcing it and we've all had things, maybe it's not work, but we all have had things in our lives, hobbies, sports, whatever it might be that we do. Relationships. Relationships. We're feeling that flow. Like this is flowing, Laura. Okay. We're feeling that flow. This ain't forced. You know what I mean? And like, that is what I feel most called to connect people to with the work we do, as you know, we use improv comedy to help people be their best selves professionally. And you can want, at first people are terrified, okay, when we walk in the room because they think we're going to force something, but it becomes this beautiful flow state and exchange of ideas. And that's why I use improv as a teaching tool to help people because that flow state comes naturally. We kind of force it at first, but then we get, we have to, we have to force it to get them out of their forced state. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we have to say, stop the forcing because there is so much. 
I also love the the rhythm. 28, you said 28 hours from 24 hours for men, 28 days for women, which is listen, she's on day 28 right now. I'm taking, I'm done with this podcast. I need to rest. No, I love this approach because it's so true. It's so true. And I feel like, especially in America, there is a huge conversation around paid leave for women and parental leave for families. And, you know, I have a four-year-old son and I own my own business. I took 12 weeks and for a small business owner, great. But for somebody who works in a place where they feel forced to do their job, they get six to eight weeks. Like America is finally having that conversation about women and families and different types of families and giving people that time and space. But I think that's because we're seeing more feminine leadership come to the table. And I'm really grateful that you gave us this definition. You dumbed it down for this dummy over here and gave that definition for us because it's, it's such a, it's such a wonderful way to lead people. And I want to ask you this, are there any common misconceptions about feminine leadership that people talk about? Yeah, there is a lot. And I love that you're asking this because there is a lot and it feels like, especially in the online space, it's like there's a lot of feminine business coaches and a lot of feminine leaders that are like, that are like, it, it has kind of gone like the into like an extreme almost, I want to say, because whilst, yes, we want to honor our intuition, we want to honor our needs. It's not that in order to create results in our life or in our business, we can just like lay around doing nothing because we want to be magnetic. It's like, sure, you want to be magnetic. You want to pour from a place of overflow. Um, but you, you don't receive just by laying around doing nothing and not lifting a finger. And I feel like a lot of um, what, well, at least from what I've seen, a lot of feminine, like female business coaches are just like marketing this concept or idea of like literally putting in minimal effort, like almost doing nothing and still making millions. And I don't agree with that. And I also don't agree with one, not having to put in any effort because like that's literally not true. Like as business owners, we still have to put in effort. We still have to be consistent. We can do it from a feminine place. But we're still being consistent. We're still showing up. We're still doing the things. Another thing is like not doing hard things anymore because then it's not feminine. That is also not true. I have to face challenges in my business almost on a weekly basis. I have to do hard things sometimes that I don't like, but that I know will move my mission forward. And I'm not doing them all the time and I'm here to receive help. I'm not hyper-independent anymore as I used to where I'm like, I don't need a team. Then it's no longer my work. I'm doing it all by myself. Even if I have to work 80 hours a week, I don't mind. Like, no, I have a team and I get to receive support and I get to be held and that's beautiful. But I will still, as the CEO, have to do things that are hard sometimes. And I feel like with this whole feminine energy and leadership, it's like people portrayed sometimes as if like everything was always effortless and always easy. And that's not realistically what it is. And so I think it's also about like having the intention to lead from your feminine, but also like being willing to do the hard things if needed. Um, Another thing is just flowing, just being in this extreme, like rather than like having some structure, just like having no structure, just floating through your days, 
um, just, yeah, just like really doing whatever you want to do that works, but it doesn't work for business. And so, and even in a relationship, when you just flow and you don't set boundaries and you don't have standards and you don't like have a container where it's like clear what expectations are, it's like, I would say in a love life, it would translate into like romance, it would translate into a situationship and in business, it would translate into chaos because then we're not getting things done when we're just having just flow, just flow, just seeing where it takes us. Like if I didn't have a launch plan, if I didn't have, um, yeah, my weekly team calls where we're like actually sitting down, looking at things, discussing things, I don't think I would be where I am today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just not realistic. And so I think that it, there's this misconception that it kind of is like this whole extreme where like really in reality, it's it's not extreme. It's just that you want to find this beautiful, um, you want to find that like in this dan- dance between masculine and feminine, you want to like find your sweet spot. And that's essentially what I'm teaching my clients is finding that sweet spot for them. Because also with that, that is individual. I'm not going to tell you how to do things to do them my way. Because what works for me doesn't work like exactly in the same way for someone else. It's like this concept and the framework I created works for everyone, but there's nuances and everyone is individual and everyone has individual needs. Everyone has an individual body. Everyone has an individual business. Like it's, it's individual still. And so it like the challenge really or like the the intention should be to find what works for you and having a beautiful blend of both because healthy masculine energy yes we want that we need that in fact as business owners not the toxic not the pressure the pushing the forcing but the structure the organization having boundaries healthy boundaries yes we do want that (laughs) we need that so totally it's about finding the sweet spot yeah, that sort of walking the line between the two. I see that. And I, I'm i thinking if I'm somebody listening here today, how would I know if I'm in the feminine or the masculine? How would I, how would I know within myself? Is there a way to, to know that? Totally. I love that you're asking that great question. I think that's such a good question. Thank no, you. so for the for the masculine, I lo- you're such a good interview. I love I love this. Um so for the masculine, you'll likely feel depleted, exhausted, overwhelmed, maybe even resentful. Like there was a time when I was resentful towards my business, even though I created it and I was yeah. making the decisions and I was choosing to operate in the way I was, I was feeling resentful. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Something is wrong. Um because I also had no boundaries at that time. I was like, I was super, super confused about what are my boundaries? Where, where are my limits? What do I want to tolerate? What do I not want to tolerate? Um, and so when you're feeling depleted, exhausted, overwhelmed, like you're carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders, this is also very, that this very much also goes for corporate. Like when you feel like you're, like all the pressures on you, all the expectations on you, and you're carrying so much yet you feel like you can't even breathe then you're likely overly in your masculine. When you're just feeling like I do, I'm not even in touch with my body anymore. I don't even know if I need to drink or eat or what I'm craving. You, you're cut off from your desires, your intuition, and your even your physical needs. Like when I, when I was hustling, I didn't even notice I was hungry. I was just like so, like my body was just in fight or flight mode. My nervous system was cracked. Like it was, sh- like it was shutting down. And so... That's how you know is when you're feeling anxious, when you're feeling stressed and you're having stress symptoms, like your ears feeling like you're up in the air, like in a plane, right? Like all those things. And then 
on the other side, when you're feminine, you likely feel a lack of clarity. You likely feel super confused. You likely feel like you're just floating around, also feeling overwhelmed because you just don't know where to even start. What is even a priority? Um, you likely feel a little bit lost. And whilst you will enjoy that, like there is flow and like everything feels easy, it's also frustrating because you feel like you're not getting ahead and like you're kind of not reaching your goals. Um, because again, when you're overly in your feminine, oftentimes there is a lack of structure, there is a lack of clarity, there is a lack of priorities, and you're not really leading yourself in the direction that you want to go, whether it is in your relationship or whether it is in your career. Um, it's just like, let's just see what happens. And that works until it doesn't. And you're feeling frustrated and you're feeling lost and you're feeling confused and you're just not feeling like you're getting ahead to where you want to be. And so, um, yeah, whether you're identifying with one spectrum or the other, maybe you are somewhere in the middle, but it's always just important to notice that I had a little period, interestingly enough, where I was actually a little bit overly my feminine. Like I was almost because I was so burned out from the hustle and being overly my masculine. I for a little while swung onto the, like to the other side of the pendulum where I was just like, I don't want any structure. I, I just want to do as little as possible. Like everything is too much. Like, let's just see. And, and it was, it was, I was lucky fulfillment because I was like, I, I want to be doing things. I want to be seeing things come to life and I want to be planting seeds and I want to be intentional. And I was just like not doing that. And it was almost like a protective, self-protective mechanism, I guess. But that's why I then realized I have to find my sweet spot. Otherwise, I'm going to be unhappy. Like I'm going to be unhappy when I'm just in my masculine. I'm going to be unhappy when I'm just in my feminine. Um, and so I had to fuse it and I had to find my personal sweet spot, which is so, so possible so so possible to find okay this is this is it this is this is where we, i need y'all to lean in okay because i'm looking at my microphone like people are in it i need everybody to listen <laughs> in because this is this is the thing this is where we're gonna go because this is what i want to know how do we find the sweet spot laura exactly that is the million dollar question so i'm teaching this in depth inside of my mentorship containers um i also have a podcast where i'm speaking a lot about it but essentially, you want to first understand, as you just asked, where am I? Where am I at? When you're not understanding where you're at, it's really hard to like see where you can like come into the into the healthy middle, if you will. So you need to understand first: Am I overly my masculine? Am I overly my feminine? Like, what's the tendency here? And that requires. Like that requires a lot of like self-reflection and honesty with yourself. Cause I didn't want to like back then I didn't want to say, Oh yeah, I'm like very masculine. Like I didn't want to say that about myself. Right? Yeah. Like, no, I, I'm, I'm good. Like I'm doing everything right. Like, no, don't get at me. And eventually I was like, no, okay. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, am, I am in my masculine, even in my relationship again. Cause it kind of, it's kind of this, one of those things where it's like how you do one thing is how you do everything. How you show up in one area of life is how you show up in all other areas of life. So um, I knew there was something to heal. And then again, for a little while, swung over to the other side. And you'll essentially know because you feel that there is a lack of fulfillment or alignment. Um, for me, when I was overly my masculine, I was lacking alignment. I was feeling like I'm going against my body and working, I'm working against my body actively, like I'm shutting it down. I'm just like using it as a tool to like achieve. And when I was overly my feminine, I was lacking fulfillment because I was not seeing results that I wanted to see, right? Like when you don't have a meal plan, when you don't have a workout plan, you won't reach your fitness goals. It's really hard. 
And the same goes for business. And also the same goes for relationships. When you're not speaking up, when you're not sharing your truth, when you're not setting boundaries, when you're not having high standards for yourself and others, you lack fulfillment in your relationships. And so when you're either lacking alignment, meaning you're overly in your masculine, or you're lacking fulfillment, meaning you're overly in your feminine, it's like this indicator of like, okay, I need to balance it out. And I mean, again, it really depends on where you're at in the spectrum. For me, I was like, on like this whole side of the spectrum of my masculine where it was like, I was 110% of my masculine, essentially, there was no feminine, then I was swinging to maybe 50% feminine, I was like, not 100% feminine, I was still having some structure, but I was definitely not in the sweet spot. And so like, it really is important to understand for yourself, where am I at? Where am I at? Um, when it comes to masculine and feminine in my life, and in my business, in my career, and then really introducing those practices, those tools that help you find the beautiful middle where you feel like, all right. So when you're in your feminine, you likely want some structure, right? You likely want to have a plan and know what's going on and like have this vision and have the clarity and all of that, have priorities. Um, and then when you're overly in your masculine, you likely want more ease and more flow. You likely want a little bit more time freedom. You likely wanted to be able to relax without feeling guilty, right? Like for me, what was hugely present was when I was taking time off, I was feeling so guilty. I was like, yeah. shit, I shouldn't be doing that. I was feeling anxious, taking yeah. time off, spending time with friends. It was so real. There was so much guilt. Even though I didn't have a boss, I had to justify myself too that I was yeah. taking time off. I was the one kind of like, pushing myself and I was like I can't justify taking time off right now because I have so much to do my to do this is endlessly long and so um yeah it's really about giving yourself permission to to find that middle and to understand what you need more of and what you need a little bit less of maybe you're like me in my past where I needed a little bit more flow and a little bit less structure I still needed the structure but I had a little bit too much of it it was like everything was planned to the t like when I met my partner, he was literally making fun because he was so seeing my daily agenda. So I'm like, all my to-dos, like 20, 25 to-dos for a day. And he was like, you're planning things like in like 10 minute chunks. And I was yeah. like, yes. Yes. That is, I <laughs> so am right now. Yeah. You're like, call me, call me Mr. Laura. Okay. Because the, literally you're, you're doing the most. I have been there and I led like that. You know, it's so funny. I feel like I know a lot of business owners who are Either are just starting their careers right now and just start. And I think a lot of times when you first start your business, you lead from the masculine because it's all, you know, and if you, st and if I could redo my, my own journey over, I would set boundaries. I would have, I would have given myself space to feel less guilty for things. Mm -hmm. And yes. I would have like, just know, like, it doesn't, this isn't going to matter. And is it going to matter in five years or, you know, or is it going to matter in five minutes? Those types of scenarios and like the things I ruminated on and really gave myself strong guilt about are mindless things and that don't matter now. But I, you know, it, it's just, you learn so much going through the journey of leadership. And so I love that you found this swing over to the feminine side and you're teaching from it and you're teaching others and you're giving space for others to figure out their sweet spot and figure out how to get to that sweet spot because everybody is different. What would you say this is, 
I could literally talk to you for two hours. We could make this a two hour special, but I know I, I, I want to end with a bang because this is so informative is we always say improve it, that it is the thing that you bring to the world. It is your, your passion, your purpose. What is Laura's it? Mm, I would say improve your self-mastery and your self-awareness because for me, that's where it all started shifting when I was having the self-awareness to understand things were not working, things were not feeling good, things were not feeling in alignment, and I was not getting to where I wanted to be whilst enjoying the journey and the process. And then on the other hand, also mastering myself as a business owner, meaning my state, my mindset, my emotions becoming so unshakable in myself rather than letting external circumstances and things going wrong and challenges and like all the things you're facing um in in everyday life as a business owner or as a corporate corporate like there's so many challenges every day but can you master yourself can you stay grounded and rooted in yourself and trust yourself you can figure it out from a calm place rather than going nuts and running around like a headless chicken for me the self-awareness piece has been huge and so was self-mastery really learning to master myself because What I actually haven't mentioned before, and I think this is so worth mentioning, is that in order to become a feminine leader, whether you're in corporate or having your own business, in order to do that, you have to do healing work. Like that is the foundation. It's like having the self-awareness, being able to master yourself and being able to heal yourself. The paradigms of I have to hustle to succeed. I have to work hard to prove myself to be worthy of success in the first place. Um, It's paradigm work. It's working with your body, it's like healing yourself. That's where it all starts because when you're not shifting paradigms and releasing all the emotions of shame, guilt, pressure, you'll still stay stuck in all paradigms. And so this healing work is such a big piece that a lot of people overlook. They just want to skip from, I'm doing this things this way to I want to do things another way. But what needs to shift within you so you can naturally show up differently? It's like really the healing work. And so This is why self-awareness and self-mastery and self-healing is just such a huge piece of shifting from hustle and burnout over to alignment and overflow and just wholeness. I love it so much. I love it. I mean, it, uh, listen, I, we could literally have a two hour series on this. I'm not going to let you, I am very here for the healing conversation. I've been through my own several healing journeys in the past couple of years, and I know I would not be been sitting here talking to you today without going through them. I know that. Mm. So, same here, girl. Same here. <laughs> Ask me about it. Snap, snap, snap. Okay. <laughs> Where can the Improve It peeps find you if they want to learn more? Yeah, for sure. So I'm on Instagram at laura.herd. Herdy, I think you say in like English. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you heard. That's good. Okay. Cause I was going to say her day. So I'm going to, I'm going to say her. That's good. No, I think Herdy is actually correct. I always say herd because one of my friends always said that, but I think it's Herdy and like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyways, okay. let's add laura.herdy. And uh, I have a podcast. It's called Unfuck Your Life. Um, it's a show I started this year and I'm, oh, I'm so proud of it. I'm so passionate about it. So that's where you can learn a lot about feminine leadership, self-leadership, um, shifting from hustle to flow and alignment and all of that. Um, and I have a website too. So I can send you the links. Um, so people can just check all of that out and see what they resonate with. 
Um, but yeah, Instagram and uh, my podcast and also my weekly newsletters is really where it goes super, super deep. So um, if you're part of my email list, you'll know. <laughs> yes, join our email list. And we'll put it all in the show notes. So give us your website so people can go to your website and get on your email list and follow you on Instagram because that's how we found you and listen to her show. I am so grateful we had you here today. And I will tell you, I feel like we went deep. We went deep. Did we go deep? I feel like we got deep. I feel like we accomplished our intention. And I am so just thrilled to have you in our orbit and this was a really awesome conversation. We've never talked about feminine leadership and masculine leadership on the show. And I'm so grateful you did a crash course for this dummy and uh, also gave so much insight to our team and our audience. So thank you so much, Laura. Thank you for having me on. It was a pleasure. I love this conversation. Your questions were just so good. I was like, oh, I love this question. <laughs> yeah, guess what? I didn't so even good. use my notes. I didn't even use them. I just was like, Wait listen, them. <laughs> she's, lead, she's leading me to, to the water. I'm going to drink, you know? So, okay. You are awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really enjoyed this. Okay, y'all. We did it. What an episode. Oh my God. I love talking to her. She is so awesome. I literally could have talked for two hours. This is my jam. So here's your homework for this episode. She talked about force and flow. I want you to identify in your life where you are feeling things are forced. And I want you to identify where in your life you are feeling that flow, baby. Okay. What feels like you are pushing and pulling and grinding your way through it and what feels natural and easy and comes to you with grace. Those are the things we want to lean more into. And she talks about finding your sweet spot between the feminine and the masculine energy. And, you know, I I think we all have to identify within ourselves where that lies. So a good place to start identifying is between that force and that flow. As always, please leave a review for the show. It would mean so much to a team of real humans believe it or not, real humans run this thing. So check the show notes for all the links that we mentioned in this show. And you know what I'm going to say. I want you to keep failing, keep improving, because this world needs that very special it that only you can bring. I'll see you next time. 